Good morning, everyone who's uh, not a morning person like I am. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Smashy Business Daily Show. I'm Lubna Hamdan, and today I can peacefully have my coffee because Richard is not next to me judging me for drinking caffeine in the morning. That's true. It's me, Anika, the more judgmental person. Lubna, why would you drink coffee? <laughs> oh, I not drink coffee. Well, I'm not as strict as Rich, but I do not uh, rely on caffeine. Are you joking? Wow. Okay. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm getting a bit unlucky with my uh, <laughs> with my host's take on coffee. But um, anyways. But yeah. <laughs> so, okay. It's, it's the weekend. Any weekend plans before we, we get into the news? Well, there's a couple of new restaurants I've been meaning to try out. There's a great Palestinian film festival happening in Al-Sarkal. I love that you mentioned that because I've been wanting to check that out. Guys, yeah. do check it out. Uh, happening in Al-Sarkal. Al-Sarkal, yeah, in Al-Quz. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Al-Quz Arts Fest also. Nice. So artsy, artsy There's stuff a great happening. weekend out there for anybody who's interested in the arts and culture. Yeah, yeah. Okay, doing good so far. How does it feel to have big shoes to fill today now that Richard is, is not with us here? I agree. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that sounded really, like, really It bad. is big shoes to fill. I mean, I do not have the insight or expertise that he does have, but I have opinions. And, uh, and that's, that's more than enough. <laughs> you know, that is more than, more than enough. Okay. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about alcohol news inaccurate Saudis say on X as Kingdom opens first liquor store. And then the UAE's controversial diversity quota has been put on hold. We find out why. Uh, and if there was ever a need for it to begin with. And then Arada, the developer, records a 100% rise in sales in 2023 as demand soars for upscale communities in both Dubai and Sharjah. We'll also talk about Sharjah booming. Sharjah's back, baby. Sharjah is back. <laughs> okay, uh, and then we've got the founder of Brands for Less talking affordable fashion up next. Wow. Uh, watch us, guys, on uh, Instagram Live, Smashy TV, our streaming service, or listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Anghami, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right. Okay, Annika. Um, let's talk about this alcohol news. Yeah. Because people are confused. I was Saudis, confused. And the Saudis are angry because they're saying it, it is inaccurate. Yeah, we have to keep in mind this, this story comes from Reuters. Their source is a person who's... Uh, familiar with the plans and the document mm-hmm. and they say that it's gonna open they're gonna open their first liquor store in the capital Riyadh the clientele is going to be diplomatic staff um, and it's not like alcohol was completely banned for this clientele already because no. they used to import it mm-hmm. so it was available for gated communities indeed non-muslims and diplomats, exactly yeah right So it has always been available there. Yeah. It's just that it was it was sold at a very high markup as well on the black True. market. Yes. Uh, the Saudi authorities are saying new regulations uh, are coming into place to regulate that. Yeah, essentially this is a move to curb illegal trade of alcohol, yeah. which is more harmful than not. Right, exactly, which is a positive thing. So the it Saudis is. are saying this is a positive thing. Users on X uh, you know, are, are happy Uh, with the new regulations. Yeah, I'm I'm a little concerned about that part, though. You're, you're concerned about the fact that they're happy about... No, as in... I, mean, the, I wouldn't say they're happy, but I would just say that they're supporting the government's decision, I would say. Yeah, to, yeah, to and that's great. To that regulate for non-Muslims and diplomats, right? For sure, for sure. That's, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like the whole marking the sale of alcohol as a pinnacle of progress doesn't sit right with me. Like, that... I understand it might contribute to your 
economy and nightlife in the long run. But just why is that the pinnacle? A pinnacle of progress. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting point. You know, I hadn't thought about it that way. Do you think we're just following the West and we don't have to and Saudi can stand on its two own feet? That, that's what you were saying earlier, right? Yeah, exactly. Like you take the Qatar, the FIFA World Cup, Qatar banned alcohol. They didn't allow it. Uh, people were able to actually remember how much they loved it at the end of the day. Yeah. They were able to take back actual memories and they said they didn't need the alcohol because the vibes there were so high. Right. You know what? I, I do agree with you, but I think that, you know, for a post um, oil economy for Saudi, we're not mm. talking about one event, right? True. You know, true. Um, I do think it is important for an economy, unfortunately, because even when we when we talk to restaurants, they make most of their money from alcohol sales, right? True, very uh, true. Not not the actual food. You don't actually make that much money as as a uh, as a licensed restaurant by selling uh, food, food, right? Um, but it's interesting because people are confused about this news. Just to go back and clarify to yeah. everyone that sources are uh, claiming uh, that uh, there will be an, uh, the first liquor store opening right. in Saudi. Correct. That that is the source, but we have no official statement mm-hmm. yet. All we know is that these are correction measures, and um, yeah. It must be, you know what, it must be a strong source if Reuters reported on it. So, For sure. You For know, sure. I, I do think this definitely opens the doors to um, alcohol in, in and, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah and it, the, it was an inevitable, I think, right? For sure, and the way they're implementing it. There's going to be monthly limitations, mm-hmm. and no proxies can be sent. So you can't send your driver to get the alcohol. Sure. You have to go there yourself. So there is, It's. I think it's more of just making sure it goes to the right people, doesn't go to the wrong people, sure. isn't making money for the wrong people. So I think it's just all, a matter of time, though, Yeah. that they will follow Dubai's lead. And, you know, mm, now as a non-Muslim, uh, sorry, as a Muslim, you can get an alcohol license here in Dubai as well. So that's right. relatively new, right, even, right. even in Dubai. New, right? yeah. You couldn't purchase uh, alcohol without uh, a license. Uh, and you have to go yourself. You can't, you can't, uh, you know, send a proxy either. It's a great push for free will. It's a big push. Uh, you know, some Saudis are not happy about it uh, on X, um, but you know what? It is what it is. We we just got to move with the times. Uh, <laughs> speaking of moving, uh, the diversity quota has been put mm. on hold. It was quite controversial. It was. So earlier last week, we had re- earlier last week we had reported the story of a twenty percent diversity quota, which is basically that. Uh, It was a hiring mandate where if you hire people from different nationalities, each one has to fill a particular quota. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there has to be, you, you, once you reach your cap limit of 20% Indians in a company, you can't hire another any other Indians. Mm-hmm. You can't hire more Indians until you finish the 20% cap for, all, for uh, other nationalities. And it was controversial when it came out because There are so many employment decisions. Visas were not being processed, mm-hmm. and then um, we and then the MOHRE the, just two days back they put it on hold, right. so it's no longer working. And visas have already like they've begun being processed for and you employees. You found that out. You you got an exclusive, didn't you? I did. So I, it was essentially just a lot of relying within your community and family WhatsApp messages because you know somebody messages they go like I'm not getting. 
a visa. I'm not getting a visa. Yeah, that's and exactly the, how you, you get the best stories, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, yeah. daily life and, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think it's a good thing that it's been put on hold because sure. I, I don't think it made sense for certain sectors. Maybe for some sure. sectors, you know, can, yeah. can make do with that. But I think, like, obviously, you know, when it comes to construction, you know, let's talk about the elephant in the room here. Like, obviously, that's not going to work for construction companies. If we want to change that, it, it does need more time. And I do think it's a positive thing, though, overall, because I do think the the officials are listening to businesses now, right? They are. It's a big push. Uh, it, it shows just how much, you know, they take into consideration your opinions when they're making their rules. Absolutely. And that's a great move if you want to work with uh, work well with the private sector yeah, also. Yeah, and, and you know... <laughs> It's also uh, a sign of, you know, trustworthy um, uh, business here in Dubai, you know, the, the government listening to businesses. So, right, uh, moving on to real estate. Gosh, mm. real estate is just the talk of the town recently. Um, Arada has recorded a 100% rise in sales last year. Um, demand is rising for upscale uh, communities in Dubai and Sharjah. They're seeing a lot of interest uh, for larger and higher value villas and apartments. For sure. Um, so yeah, they sold uh, almost 3,000 homes and 2,000, over 2,600 units uh, last year. So uh, the yeah, the master developers are getting 10 billion dirhams in sales for this year. But let's talk about Charja for uh, for a minute or two because we have a guest <laughs> outside waiting. Um, Sharjah is back and booming. It really is. I mean, it used to be the place where people used to go when they just wanted to live somewhere and come to Dubai for somewhere work. Somewhere cheaper, right? Exactly. Yeah. And now it, it's itself becoming an upscale community. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Arada Al Jadda areas are so well done. Yeah. They have like the new roller skate thing, uh, roller derby park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All by those, an Olympic yeah, skater. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's a fabulous line of restaurants it's just amazing what they're doing there they're really making big pushes big moves you know what it's incredible uh, all of these you know i like to call them destinations because they really are right they're they're investing a lot in activities for the youth yeah. they're investing a lot in culture you know sharjah has always been Sharjah's, a hub of culture exactly i love uh, it <laughs> like the house of wisdom for example yeah uh, it, it is a, all the literature festivals the book scenes yeah. everything yeah exactly i love how your earpiece just fell yeah. and you dealt with it so smoothly uh, and i just <laughs> po- to it. pointed it, it out yeah for no, <laughs> no reason whatsoever um <laughs> right um anika thank you so much for being with us today of course. It was and a uh stay tuned guys we have the brands for less um, CEO with us Mr. up next. <laughs> if you live in Dubai, you've definitely heard of them. If you've been on a budget, you've definitely shopped at their stores. And even if you've got all the money in the world, you can't help but be curious. I'm talking, of course, about Brands for Less. And with us today in the studio is a legend for so many girls, Tawfiq. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I love the introduction. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. I am loving Dubai and I'm loving the introduction. Thank you so much for hosting me. I'm really, it's a great pleasure for me to be here with you today. You know what, uh, Tofi? My sister in law is obsessed with Brands for Less. She's a huge fan. I told her I was interviewing you today and she's so excited. You probably have more fangirls than some celebrities. <laughs> okay, so tell me um, affordable fashion, affordable furniture, affordable yes. toys. You 
you make it more affordable for other people, yes. but it's been making you money. Of course. <laughs> and then how, how much money are we talking? No, I'm kidding. No, I, I will need the answer to that question later on. But, um, okay, how is the business doing? The business is doing amazing. You know, we were so lucky that we introduced this off-price business to this part of the world, which was something really totally unknown to this part of the world. And we are so happy that we were the pioneers in introducing this business. The most important thing about this business, it's, yes, it is the price slash product slash brand, but at the same time, it is the treasure hunt experience that when people start understanding it, because, you know, what we do is we deliver every single day new product to the stores. So, you know, curiosity always attracts people to come for a bargain, to come for a hunt, and to come out victorious from this treasure hunt. You know what, it's so interesting that you mentioned that because everything is so easy nowadays. Don't get me wrong, I love the fact that I can order from you know some platforms here and they'll deliver in two hours. But I don't want everything to be easy because uh, the shopping experience is just not the same anymore. I love going into Brands for Less and actually hunting yeah. and finding that, you know, uh, juicy couture, whatever, yeah. uh, you know, on a, like a really good deal. It's nice. Yeah. Is that what your customers... Listen, I tell you something. Of course, the, the, the in-store experience is priceless, to be very frank with you, what you are saying. But at the same time, you know, we understand that, you know, the shopping behavior is changing. And that's why we are one of the strongest online platforms selling fashion in the United Arab Emirates today mm -hmm. under brandsforless.com. So what we do is we try to copy as much as possible the in-store experience on our website. And, you know, both of them are going amazingly beautiful. Which one is doing better, though? Brick and mortar? Of or? course, brick and mortar is still larger. But uh, year to year, we're seeing the increase in the share of sales of our company from the online. Because mm -hmm. I remember, you know, a couple of years back, we were talking about uh, some companies completely shutting down their brick and mortar stores. You don't see that happening. No, we don't see that at all. And, you know, we see the trends that are going with the major off-price retailers that are uh, in the United States. And we see they are the most growing brick and mortar companies in the retail industry are the off-price uh, channel mm -hmm. and you're you've been expanding across the region. Yes. Tell us about your expansion plans Listen UAE of course is uh, is uh, where we uh, where our headquarters is where the majority of our stores are We started really cementing we started back in Beirut uh, uh, in 1996 our first store opened in Dubai year 2000 and you know since then we were expanding more and more and now you find us on mainly most of the malls across the UAE, in addition to our street locations. And uh, of course, from UAE and because of the ease of import and export and re-export and the whole GCC dynamics, we were able to penetrate many markets in the GCC. And uh, uh, so you find brands for less in each and every country, in Oman, in Kuwait, in Bahrain, in Qatar. And Saudi Arabia now is really... Uh, uh, the majority of the expansion is happening in Saudi Arabia mm -hmm. because Saudi Arabia is, as, as a market, it's really opening up and uh, we see a lot of potential. We just uh, uh, opened 30 stores this year, mm -hmm. mega uh, stores, and uh, we're, we're planning another 25 uh, this coming year. 
you know, Saudi Arabia is has a lot of potential we see, uh, in addition to cementing our presence wherever we are. So, you know, it's not only in Saudi Arabia, the expansion will be across the GCC. Right, that's amazing. Um, out of curiosity, yeah. uh, just because I'm, I'm half Russian. Yeah. Uh, are you sorry? Как дела? Как дела? Очень хорошо. А у тебя как дела? Do you speak some Russian? Чуть-чуть. Uh, A little bit. Wow. Yeah. How, how is that? Okay. You know, in Dubai, you you have people from all around the world. You know, you, and this is the beauty about the, uh, this city, is you interact with all these nationalities and you learn from them on a cultural uh, uh, aspect and yeah. at the same time, you know, if you are able to really to cater to all of these nationalities, you know, you can make it anywhere. Absolutely. Are you going to make it in Russia, though? Are you uh, planning? Uh, <laughs> not not, not <laughs> for the time transition. being. No, no, it's not on our map. It's no. not. Okay. No. Um, okay. Another question. Let's go back to the, the affordable aspect of it. You know, in Dubai, there was kind of this stigma or the UAE or Arab culture in general. There is that stigma of not wearing um, clothes that have been worn by someone else, um, not you know going towards that sale, um, uh, you know discount culture, right? Everyone wanted wanted uh, the luxury. Everyone wanted the uh, you know the luxury aspect of it. Did you have any? I'm just curious. Did you have any hurdles when launching brands for less? Did yeah. People... Let's let's just uh, a small a small correction on one point about. Yeah. Uh, items that have been worn by someone. Yeah. That's these, we're talking about brand new merchandise here. You, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I'm just talking about yeah. the overall stigma yes. in, in Arab culture when yes. it comes to, you know, clothes and items in general. There, there is that stigma, e even when it comes to discounts. Like I know some of my friends w will not shop during a sale yeah. just because. Yes, I will tell you something. The the good thing today is the this new generation, the Gen Zs. The Gen Zs have totally different way of thinking than me and maybe you. Hey, don't get me wrong. I love a sale. <laughs> yes. I love a good sale. Yeah. The Gen Z's really today are really after smart shopping. You find them all over the market going and trying to really pay the right price for the product. And if they can really pay less price, they would mm -hmm. be more than happy to do this. And we see this with the expansion of our business. So what we are offering is the following. We are offering brand new branded 100% genuine branded product at a very discounted price. Yes, mm -hmm. you don't have the full sizes, you don't have the full styles, colors, etc. But, you know, it's a treasure hunt. You go inside, you play the game of the treasure hunt, mm -hmm. and if you are lucky, you will put your hand on an incredible product for an incredible price. So today, the whole mentality is changing. Mm -hmm. People love the off-price channel nowadays. Right. What are some of the challenges that you have faced or are currently facing? Are people shopping less? Are people shopping more? We, we are experiencing an inflation. Actually, of course, there is an inflation. Uh, there are market dynamics that keep on changing. But I guess it and works for... Yeah, you adapt, you, adapt, you adapt with everything. People were able to adapt with COVID even. Right. You know, so the market dynamics, and they are there to remain there. Mm -hmm. And they're going to keep on repeating through cycles of the economy that goes up and down. Mm -hmm. And you know, you have to be geared in a way whereby your business is able to deal with all the changes that are taking place. Mm -hmm. Today, uh, the challenges that we had, and we will try to really cater for these challenges by creating a new concepts within the same DNA. And we went and really established sister companies or sister retail concepts that are 
specialized into uh, like the toys for less, like the homes for less, etc. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, at the beginning, some people, as you have mentioned, they were looking for a very high end brands. So that's where the luxury for less was created mm -hmm. to cater for these people. So you have to always keep your finger on the pulse of your clients to hear them out what they need and try to cater for them. Absolutely. You know what? A couple of years back, I was talking to um, the founder of uh, AdMind, which is a, an FB company, and you know the the, the economy was go going through some hurdles, um, and he said. People are drinking more alcohol because to forget because they're having economic problems, which makes sense, right? <laughs> That's true. If I'm having a bad day, I want to shop. Yeah. I, I just I just I want to make myself feel better. So yeah. my question is, are you seeing more shoppers? We are seeing more shoppers. We are seeing more visitors, especially if we are talking about Dubai. And Dubai always keeps on reinventing itself mm -hmm. as a city. It's an amazing example and it should be, I believe, it should be studied in universities as a business case because yeah. uh, uh, there is always a new influx of people. Uh, it's an oasis of security, of peace mm -hmm. and of happiness. And this is what's attracting all the people here. So if you are banking on, on the UAE in general specifically, you know, Trust me, mm -hmm. you will always make money. Mm -hmm. What a success story, Tofi, honestly. Thank you. Um, yeah, really, really happy to have you in the studio with us. Um, any sales uh, of, of any shares, any listings on the horizon? Not for the time being. We always try to organize ourselves to be able to grab an opportunity in the future if we decide to list. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but, you know, there's no plan. Mm -hmm. Would you list regionally or abroad? Still, it's still. So, this no. is something that we really uh, have to think it carefully uh, uh, if we decide to list. Will you tell me later when the cameras are off? Uh, of course. <laughs> 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 Great. <laughs> um, no, Tafi, thank you so much for being with us thank in the so studio today. Um, if there's anything you would like to tell um, your fans, I would say, all the girls <coughs> no, <I'll>, thanking you. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would like to say I'm very happy that I was hosted today by Love in Dubai. Uh, it's not Love in I've, Dubai. It's smashy business. This is smashy business. Tofi, come I, on. I, I saw Love in Dubai come at the on, door. Tofi, I'm it's so right, it's Okay, right I'm you. so sorry. It's okay, the same company. Now, no? now you're obliged to give me an exclusive story. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're I'm obliged. so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, really. I, I, I thought because, you know, at the building outside Love in Dubai, I thought no I was on Love in Dubai. No okay, all right. Uh, thank you, Smashy, so much for uh, hosting me today. I would love this interaction and I'd love to always see you. And, you know, try to share with you, and I'm trying to share with you on a daily basis on the social media. You know, we're having the, the, the business news along with the fun, yeah. uh, uh, you know, and I think it's working. And I love my customers and I love my followers. Thank you so much. They, they love you back. Trust Thank me. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Um, uh, watch us on Smashy TV, our streaming service, uh, and listen to us on uh, Apple and Rami, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And see you tomorrow.